Hello everybody. We've been thinking about democracy. I wanted to go into detail what exactly do we understand by it, what are we fighting for in these days, and so many people seem to agree on this. And I was saying that I think we, humankind, have come of age. We are fed up of being told what to do, what to think, what not to do, what not to think. Freedoms, that's what we talk about. Even just in our small lives, like we want to decide for ourselves where in our country we want to live. We want to decide for ourselves who with to live. Regardless of it's a, if it's a man, if it's a woman, if it's young, if it's old, the color of the skin, the color of the hair, the language they speak, we want to decide for ourselves what we do. We want to decide for ourselves what kind of education, what kind of professional training we want to do, and what we want to become in life, what kind of job we want to take on. We want to decide. Even our own mistakes in this, I can tell you, I've made no end of mistakes in my life. But even that, we want to make ourselves without anybody having to meddle there. Then, of course, it's important that we have our dreams and our plans and our future ideas that we want to put into practice, at least trying to. And for all of this, it is important that we can express our ideas freely. And another very important thing, I think, is that we want to live without fear, without being afraid of whomever or whatever. I think that's a very important part of living in a democracy that you don't have to be afraid if you disagree with something. And we've got to fight for this daily, daily. And for this we need a journalism that is most important, a free journalism. They must, journalists must be able to do research in whichever field, whatever goes wrong in our societies. We need these journalists to investigate for us and to tell us, very important that, to live in a free democracy. Then, of course, it is very important that we elect our parliament freely. We want to be able to have a choice of different political views and be able to choose them as we think is right. And then these are supposed to be our representatives. Very important. That means if I have voted for somebody because he, has, he or she has certain ideas, that's what I want him or her to stand up for in Parliament. Now this is quite easy to understand, I think. What is also um, experts tell us, and it makes sense once you think about it, is what they call the division of powers. And if we look at the opposite, at a dictatorship, I think it makes even more sense. In a dictatorship, power, stately power, is in one hand. 
That's not quite true. Of course, even a dictator cannot rule single-handedly. He needs followers. An entourage that follow him and together with the dictator see to it that they rule unanimously and without opposition. Very important. Now, how does the dictator get these men and women to follow him? By promising, promising them riches, palaces, big cars, big yachts, big money, all of this. And that is, of course, what we call corruption. That, by the way, is why the EU is so very strict on not wanting anybody to enter the EU um, when there is a high percentage of corruption in the country. Yes, because that goes against this idea. Now, the power, experts tell us, therefore has to be divided. The division of power, it's called. And you have the, in Parliament, you have the legislative power. In the administration, you have the, the executive power. And then in the courts, you have you, the judicial power. Makes sense. You need some people who make the laws. Of course, the people in the Parliament should have been voted, must, must have been elected by the people and are in a representative manner in Parliament where, by a majority vote, they make the laws. Now, divided from that, you need, of course, a state's got to function somehow. So you need the administration and they are to follow the rules of the law, but not any individual person in power. The law is the important. Why we also call this the rule of law, and I think that is also a very important bit. So, number two, the administration. And number three, very, very important. Look at dictatorships, you will see that happening. That is a very important step on your way, step on your way away from democracy and into a dictatorship. You need a not independent judicial system. Lawyers, advocates, attorneys who do not just follow the rules of the law but follow their personal interests, the interests of, of the parliament, the interest of the president very often and that is not possible. And I, as a totally ordinary person living wherever, must have the right to go into court and say, look, he or she does not follow the rules and I am the one who have a disadvantage and you must look for this. The police is, of course, also the police and the military, also very important. Without the police behind you, without the military behind you, behind you, you will have a problem in a dictatorship. <laughs> it sounds as though I was giving you tips how to make a dictatorship. What I'm really getting at is to, for us together, you and I, to understand what are the important bits of it. And, you know, something very important now that we seek these, these points clearly. We have to be, we, ordinary people, you and I, we have to beware if anything 
looks as though it was going the wrong way. We have to get in immediately. We have to stop it immediately. Once the president or whatever he's called has done away, particularly with the judicial system, you're in a big problem. So we have to beware of the beginnings and stop it there. Let me, to come to the end, let me tell you a story. You might remember that I worked for many years voluntarily in a prison. And once I looked after a man from a black African state. He had tried to, he'd never been to Germany. He had tried to smuggle in drugs to earn money, had been caught at the airport and taken straight into prison. In court, he was sentenced 18 months, which isn't much. And I met him, of course, after this. So he knew nothing about Germany. And he was maybe about 30, a young man. And he was incredibly afraid of being left in this German prison. And I kept trying to convince him that that isn't possible. No one has ever been forgotten in a German prison. In modern Germany, of course, I'm talking about. It just doesn't exist. After 18 months, um, the, the, the state, the, uh, the judge will have his papers in front of him and he will be released automatically unless he's done another deed, of course. And he didn't believe me. He just didn't believe me. He made me go to the judge, which I did. And of course, the judge was very surprised and explained to me. And I said, I know, I know, you don't have to explain to me. I know, I know how, the, how a democratic system functions. But this poor man from this black African country doesn't know. And he's just so afraid. And you know, it touched me deeply that there are countries in which it could easily happen that you disappear in a prison without a chance, possibly, of ever getting out, or only after many, many, many years. And this happens all around the globe, as we know. This is also something very important. So, to come back to the outset, Let's defend our liberties. Let's defend our freedoms now that we've finally reached the moment in which we have grown up, we humankind, and in which we want to take responsibility for our own lives. But we have to defend it. It doesn't work otherwise. See you.